Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and folks of all ages. Allow me to introduce you to the most thrilling podcast on the internet. What? It's M-Class Podcast. <laughs> Play some fucking rock guitar. Yeah, uh, hear it. <laughs> How come no one's done a cover of that, but like fucking like pop punk cover? Of oh, <laughs> shit. Get like, on it. Like Newfound Glory came out with those albums, right? Where they would just do covers. Why didn't they do that show? That's a missed opportunity. Get on it, Vitizen. Yeah. Or Torzelin. One or the other. You guys I get just on saw it. Him. He's cool. He's a cool dude. Anyway. I was, I was high as fuck. <laughs> I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And on this podcast, we have a polite, respectful conversations about Star fuck Trek. Fuck you, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> That hurt my feelings, you giant piece of shit. Yeah, that's what I am. You are what you eat. What? Uh, <laughs> whoa. Okay, so... um. On this show, we have not quiet, not respectful conversations about Star Trek, episode by episode, collection by collection. Yeah. And this week's episode begins the collection that we're on now that I have forgotten the name of. The Doppelganger Collection. I talked myself through it. <laughs> I this remembered is, it. This is the Doppelgangers Collection, which was um, suggested to us by someone I don't remember as well. However, oh, it was um, fuck. It oh was, god, it was fuck. Fuck I remember, suggested it um, to us, dude. It is Ahoy, I'm Harker's doppelgangers Harker, collection. Yeah, Harker. It's your boy Harker's doppelgangers collection. Yeah, as it shall always be known as your boy Harker's doppelgangers collection. That's his legal birth name. It is his birth name. <laughs> He's it's just really boy. cool, and his parents were also equally cool. They were ahead of their time. Um, the Doppelgangers collection is all about duplicates. Whether evil or not is up to you. Although I think they're all evil this time. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Not to be confused with the Doppelbangers collection, which is a, a collection we're going to do about the every Star Wars porn parody. Star Wars? <laughs> I meant Star Trek. Is this a Star Wars podcast? This is the Star, Star Trek? Trek one. It's not oh, the alternate okay. universe Star Wars podcast. Oh, I'm in the wrong. Do. Let me go back to my universe. Okay, I'm the real Josh now. Oh, Star shit. Trek. It was a doppelganger. He was, <laughs> yeah, was here. A, oh, God. It was a Josh with a second beard and mustache. That's the fucking scariest part about it. You'd never know if the person you're talking to is a doppelganger or not, Josh. You would never know if I was. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> There's a fear in me. What's happening? Uh, the first episode of the collection is one that your boy Harker did not suggest that I switched in, I believe. And it is okay. The Enemy Within, the first episode ever in Star Trek history about an evil guy version of the normal guy. Yeah, and it happens in the most Star Trek-ass way possible. A transporter accident. <laughs> Which is really great. It really, really ahead of its time, because, like, this is even before, like, people were like, what does the transporter do, right? Yeah, like, they were just like, oh, a marvel of modern technology. Right. But after this episode, they were like, wait. Hold on. <laughs> this thing can be fucking crazy. Uh, this episode <laughs> is from season one. It's episode four, so if you haven't watched it, shut this off and go watch it, Tom. It's 
<laughs> Tom from MySpace. It's it, there's a chance six. I hit it. There's a chance I got it. And somebody out there is like, "Oh fuck, he knows me." He knows. It's episode six on Netflix. Which here we go again. Thanks Netflix. Why is it? It's also episode five on the Wikipedia. It's it's any of those episodes. It's episode four in the production order. I'm pretty sure. Was it aired that way, though? Yeah, it was aired fourth. It's five in the production order, actually. Oh, my God. Why do they list them that way? It's, it's so it's stupid. fifth of production order of 762 episodes of Star Trek. Just And you motherfuckers wanted us to go in order at one point. What oh were you God. thinking? We would have killed ourselves. It would have been horrible. We would be on episode one. No, we wouldn't, actually. Uh, this is episode 101 of podcasts we've done, if you include email. Wow. We've done 101 podcasts and released them to the public. That's not even counting all the podcasts that we've done and released on Patreon. That's crazy. We're like we're like fucking prolific as fuck. That's right. And the whole time we've done other projects at the same time. I'm doing another podcast right now. <laughs> we're both recording this podcast twice, once in English and once in Russian for our new overlords. <laughs> We're just hedging our bets, you know? We're just getting ready. Uh, this episode was written by Richard Matheson and directed by Leo Penn. And a John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you, neither of them were ever asked back. Weird, because this is not... I don't want to telegraph my verdict or whatever, but it's no, not bad. This it's is not, not a bad, bad episode, episode at all. They, they were not asked back for different reasons. Because uh, Leo, Leo Penn... Yeah. What happened? What happened? Leo Penn, who uh, was the uh, director of this episode, um, ran over budget. He went one day over for filming and ran over budget, so he was never invited back to do anything for Desilu Studios ever again. Wow, that was that was all. Wow, you that make was... one mistake. Also, a real John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you: he was mm -hmm. the father of Sean Penn. I was going to say that. I knew that. I stole it from you. I stole it from your mouth. I knew that was a thing. Um, he also um, directed 400 primetime hours of television. God, all of our childhoods were like run by Sean Penn's dad. 400. What else did he do? Um, uh, from I Spy to Diagnosis Murder to Columbo. God. He's like a CBS old folks dream. It's true. All of your grandpas fucking loved Leo Penn's work. They just didn't know it at the Diagnosis time. Diagnosis murder was on at my grandparents' house all the time. Uh, Richard Matheson only ever wrote one episode of Star Trek, and that's The Enemy Within. But uh, he had 55 years of writing for novels, for uh, TV shows, for movies... He fucking uh, wrote the script for I Am Legend. Uh, really? Like, not the newer one, the older one. The Last Man on Earth. The Omega Man. Omega Man. Yeah, Omega yeah. Man. Oh, he did write I Am Legend 2007. Wow, yeah, Omega he wrote both of them. Omega Man's bad. <laughs> hey, you know what's a super John Larroquette fun fact of the oh week? Oh my that ties God, back to everything. This is so much. Uh, he wrote... Episodes of the Twilight Zone, including Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, the famous William uh, Shatner episode where he saw a gremlin on the wing. That guy wrote one of the most iconic things in all of television history. It's true. He also wrote the movie Duel. Ah, oh, that's a good movie. 
That's and the one directed by uh, Spielbergo? I think so. It's the first thing he directed for TV. It's an ill Spielbergo movie. And they were like, you want to make real movies? And he was like, yeah, let me fucking make a shark movie. Yeah, let me make this cool shark movie. And they were like, I don't know. I don't know, Spielbergo. I don't know. You're playing with fire on this one, kid. You gonna get a real shark in this one? You and this Lucas kid, not looking good. (laughs) (laughs) You guys gotta straighten up. Fly right. So there's your 9 million fun facts of the week. Oh my god, there's going to be a test later. I can it's feel g- it. It's, a, it's definitely going to be a quiz. Uh, this episode has um, a very standard plot that's used in, I think, probably every sci-fi ever, at least once. Yeah, this is like fucking sci-fi 101, yeah, right? Yeah, it's used in, uh, most famously, I think, in an episode of Jackie Chan Adventures. I believe that's <laughs> I the most famous one. we all remember that episode. <laughs> Uh, where he literally gets he gets one of the talismans, the magic talismans, and yeah. it splits him into a good half and an evil half. And the yeah. good half is a wussy who can't make any decisions. And right. the bad half is uh, not a rapist like the enemy within, but he is a bad boy. I was going to say this is a very uh, Buddhist uh, episode. There's a lot of very Buddhist... Uh, it's true. There's the yin and the yang it's, concepts. Yeah, it's very... Uh, and within everyone there is also this like... Uh, terrible shit, right? Like, yeah, it's it's also it's about balance being a necessity, and everyone yeah. like they specifically yeah. talk about Kirk's only capable of leading because he has this dark side inside of him that drives. Yeah, him. I'm not gonna lie that like the raping part, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> I was too. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> I've seen like, it. What is- happening <laughs> i've seen it before a million times but some for some reason this time specifically i i was just like wow i never really thought about it but this means that somewhere inside of kirk he really wants to rape this woman <laughs> i guess you could think about it that way or maybe it's just like heightened that it's not being held in check by like it's, it's like his libido is taken yeah over, it's right? like his id right like he's Which pure is- id a hundred percent, his dark side is his penis. So, <laughs> I think that's where a lot of like the Kirk shit comes from. Is like this, maybe like, like people are like conflating like when he got split into a evil rapist and a wussy uh, with like oh he's always just like a like he like fucks a lot. And it's like <laughs> this is a really weird moment in this episode since we're just chatting about it for now. There's yeah. a really weird moment in this episode where, like, the, like, sissy wuss version of Kirk is, like, listening to Sulu, like, dying on a planet. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, no. And he, like, feels really bad. And you, like, you as an audience member in 1960 was supposed to be like, stop being a little bitch. Yeah, because it's 1966. <laughs> And, like, there's another moment later on where he's, like, they're uh, tranquilizing the dog, the unicorn dog. Oh, yeah, dog. And, he's, and they're, like, and he's, he's like, don't hurt him. He's, yeah. like, don't hurt him. And you're supposed to be, like, what a fucking bitch. He has no <laughs> balls. He cares about an animal. Wow. I think I think that aged ex- extremely well, though. Yeah, like, it did. Now you're, like, now you're like oh, my God, because I was thinking that. Because, like, it's yeah. still the dog, right? Like, he's, like, I feel like of the two versions of Kirk, the, like soft one is far more like the full Kirk than the evil. Absolutely. And that's why, like, nobody is alarmed at his behavior for so long. Because he's always that type of great guy, and but they're automatically alarmed at his behavior as an evil guy. Because he's like, I want to get drunk and fuck! 
<laughs> oh my god, this fucking episode is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. My favorite like part, like I don't know if we want to start talking about, it, but like my favorite part is like <laughs> when the evil Kirk transports in. And he turns around and the music oh, stings. That's so and the lighting good. is so like, dark and like lighting underneath his fucking face like he's oh, telling man. a spooky story around a campfire. I was like, oh my god, he's so <laughs> fucking evil. He's like a caged animal. He's all like instinct. There's no yeah. like yeah, guiding like principle yeah. to it at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it's dude. This, it's like this. id and e- id and super ego. Yeah, yeah. And there's no ego to balance them in between. None of it, yeah. It's this episode is fun and it's ridiculous and silly, but I feel like it has that Star Trek panache. It has that like little lesson about you're not learning about space or about like how people interact. You're learning about how people deal with themselves, which is like a great Star Trek episode, right? Because like. It's just that the things, the, the trouble they run into external to that problem already is just space problems, right? Like, yeah. Like, Sulu's on the planet with those guys. They're so fucking that's what, freezing to death. Yeah, they're freezing to death. And I guess they can't send a shuttle down because cold like, doesn't run in the cold or something. I don't yeah. know. It, it's, it, if you try and put a shuttle in a refrigerator, it'll just shut right down. Yeah. <laughs> It's. I think it's work. like the atmosphere has shit in it that would like turn the systems off or something. I so couldn't remember if they said it. I'm sure they did. I just didn't remember. I don't remember if they do or not actually. But that's my head cannon right now. Right? Maybe. Maybe they they talk about it. And they're like, yeah, we can't send a shell down. It won't work. It Too just, much. Just trust us. <laughs> interference. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck. Somebody who hates Sulu is like, yeah, I can't send it down. Just trust yeah. me. <laughs> Like the, the shuttlecraft engineer is like, <laughs> fucking hates him so much. Like, yeah, no, they don't work. Fuck They're that broken. guy. I mean, no, it doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> and Wussy Picard's like, uh, all right. <laughs> Picard, I said Picard. Wussy Picard. Wussy Picard. Wussy Picard shows up and he's. I was thinking though, like, there's that episode of um, TNG that's sort of like this, when Picard they find that shuttlecraft with that other version of Picard in it. Oh yeah. And he's like losing his fucking mind and, yeah. and and real Picard is like, I don't know who this man is. Like he's pissed off at himself, right? <laughs> How could he let himself do this like, to himself? You know, like he's so mad. That's true. I mean, like I said, this concept is used in literally every sci fi that's ever yeah. existed. Yeah. Fantasy too. There's always like the evil version that gets split off yeah, and you dark have to link, fight him. Yeah, yeah. There's always dark link and all that shit. Fucking, they did that with Mario, and then it turned out to be Bowser's son. Anyway, what was which son was it? It was Bowser Junior. It was the first time he was introduced. What about all the kid, other kids? The They're not his kids. kids anymore. Did you know that? Yeah, I, Nick was telling me about this, and I was like, what? I was like, I don't believe any of this. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, uh, Miyamoto was like, yeah, they're not his kids. And, what? like, Why? the people working there were like, what? But That's they, so fun. they are. And he's like, yeah, that was like, the Americans said that. Like, I never said that. And oh then everybody God. was like, oh, fuck, we have to retcon, like, right now. <laughs> well, what are they, then? They're just his generals. I guess he has child soldiers. That's, what is he, like, fucking, like, African Congo gorilla guy? Like, what the yeah, fuck is he, he has, doing? He just has child soldiers. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. 
That's uh, way I worse. I'll never, I'll never accept that. They, yeah, he just has kids. a million kids, and they were all made by magic. Bitch, Fuck there off. was a fucking cartoon where they were his fucking kids, man. Like there is yeah. kids. Well, the funny part about that cartoon is all of them have the wrong name because the like they hadn't gotten names when the cartoon was being made yet. There's Beethoven. Like, uh, his name is Ludwig, right? Ludwig, yeah. But his name in the cartoon is Kooky Koopa. Oh, I don't remember the names. There's the girl, Koopa. Yeah, her name is Wendy O. Koopa. Wendy O? Like, Wendy O. The yeah, they're singer. all named after, like, musicians. Oh, I never get. Oh. Like, Iggy Koopa is Iggy Pop. Oh, wow. Like, I just got Roy that. Koopa is Roy Orbison. Ugh. That's why he wears the sunglasses. The glasses, yeah. What are and the other ones? There's like 40 of them. The only one who isn't named after a, a musician is Morton Koopa Jr., who's named after the fucking talk show host, Morton Downey Jr. What? Why? Because he has, uh, like, when he they were drawing and they were like, this dude has a really big mouth and he looks stupid, so we're going to name him after this asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right. <laughs> isn't that fun? But they're not his kids anymore. They're <laughs> just his child soldier generals. Yep. That's Bowser for you. Not so he... fucking nice now, is he? <laughs> uh, he's only nice when he puts on that princess crown and everyone cosplays as the sexy Koopa. Yeah, that was, like, huge for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what really fucking torques my nork? <laughs> now that we're thinking about, talking about this for a minute. What torques your nork, Jeff? There, there's this entire subset of people who were like, Princess Peach should be with Bowser. Why? I'm like, her rapist? She should be with her kidnapper and attempted that's, rapist? Yeah, that's like some fucking, like... <laughs> honor killing shit right that, like that's, you have to that's marry very much yeah. yeah it's it's very much some like yeah. stockholm syndrome style shit yeah it's fucked up why should she is that why though because well like, mario's like short and he's kind of chubby so she should oh. instead be with a monster i see <laughs> it's it's better to be a spiked lizard man than a short fat italian guy yeah Wow, that's really fucking rough. It's the way shit works, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Italians at home. <laughs> Sorry, Mario. I know Sorry, you're listening to this. <laughs> I know you're listening to this, Mario. Just start naming Italian names. Anyway, uh, why don't we take a quick break and we'll be back with our synopsis and discussion of the episode The Enemy Within. We'll be back with our final thoughts about Koopa Kids. <laughs> we'll be right back after these Cooperific messages. After the we'll be right back. Mario! 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 was as Super Mario Brothers 3 from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. Back to the show. Welcome back from those messages, everybody. Hopefully uh, you bought that good and or service so we keep the lights on here at M-Class Studios. I think I'm going to put a Nintendo commercial in. <laughs> uh, now you're playing with power. See, listen to that fucking voice. If you need an advertisement done on this show, hit yeah, us man. up. I can do it well, in that voice. 
Yeah, we'll do it. Any anyway. whatever. <laughs> uh, the show begins. There's like uh, some sort of a geological like uh, program, like like a geological search dig. dig. happening on a planet called Alpha 177. Great name. Who named it? Um, Named after Sir Edmund Alpha. Named after Leo Penn's son, Sean Penn. Sean (laughs) Alpha Penn. Uh, Do we get to see the dog first, right? Yeah, like Sulu's holding like a Pomeranian that has like (laughs) a horn glued to its head. And (laughs) And a weird tail. And a weird tail that its tail is obviously stuffed in. Inside of the tail. Captain Kirk touches the dog's tail at one point, and the dog like looks like it's like, "What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you doing? That? That's my cardboard tail, dude." So you can get these dogs in the Star Trek Online. You can buy them. What are they called? Ah, uh, fuck. What are they called? I forget. Al- like Alpha something. I think Alpha One Seven Seven Dog or something Alpha One Seven Seven Dog. It might just be Alpha One Seven Seven. That might be the name. <laughs> but uh, like a crewman. A technician, actually. He's not. He's like um, an unlisted or unregistered officer. Un, uh, uh, yeah. Like uh, the same way that uh, O'Brien is. Yeah, he's not an officer. He's just a non-commissioned non-commissioned officer. officer. He's an NCO, and he NCO. he slips down a rock and lands on uh, mustard powder. Like mustard yeah. gas is what he lands on. Or like turmeric or something. <laughs> and it's some sort of ore. They keep calling it a yellow ore. And they they like make fun of him for being an idiot. They make fun of him for being cut, which is like yeah. bullshit, right? They're like, oh, you hurt yourself, huh? Guess you're clumsy. Uh, and he's like, I'm bleeding to death, sir. Can looks I go like home? you're a moron. And they're like, okay, baby. Okay, baby <laughs> pants. We'll send you home, you <laughs> pussy. So they send him back to the Enterprise. He gets beamed up, and um, Scotty is up there, and he's like, oh, there's something wrong in the circuitry. I don't know what it is. Uh, we get some sweet transporter porn. There's just lengthy shots. Of them, of the like, fucking... pressing buttons and oh, moving switches yeah. and shit, and you're like, oh, fuck, I want to have sex with that panel. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, Scotty's like, oh, yeah, well, like, hey, um, there's another, gu- there's a guy beside him, and he's like, decontaminate this, uh, decontaminate, no, he tells the guy who beams up, decontaminate your suit. Yeah, which, like, is weird. Sick bay. Because, like, don't they know what the ore is? Like, what? why would they not know what that is? I don't know. Whatever. Apparently they just let a guy roll around in some shit, and they send him back to the and ship beam him up. Yeah, they beam him up to the ship, and they're like, oh, this could be a problem. We might need to deal with this. He goes and, like, Scotty's like, all right, well, the transporter seems to be fucked up. But anyway, let's beam Captain Kirk back out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, it looks fixed now, I think. I don't know. Kirk pops in, and he's like, uh, oh, man, I feel weird. And Scotty's like, oh, well, let's take you out of here. Let's get you to sick bay to get checked yeah. out. Yeah. And he walks him out of the room. And then evil Captain Kirk beams up. <laughs> this is the part where he beams in and then he turns. God damn, I wish there, there's got to be a gif of this or something. Like It's, it's so, so fucking, fucking good. Like The only visual difference at this point between good Kirk and bad Kirk is that bad Kirk has so much fucking eyeshadow on. Dude, he's, <laughs> he's like emo 
and he's also skulking around like a fucking vampire. Yeah, he's like, straight up like a fucking like the dude who's halfway turned into a werewolf. He looks yeah. in pain and he's scared of everything around him. He's like Ugh. like if you like picture like like a little demon like he's Bleh. so evil. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I love it. He does that quick fucking turnaround, and it's like da da da. Yeah, he's bad now. And then, and then you're like, oh god, he's fucking evil. So he like he he's supposed to go to sick bay, but he decides not to. Like the good captain, we'll call him Good Kirk and Bad Kirk. Yeah, Gurk and Burke. Gurk and Burke. So fucking Gurk doesn't Gurk. go to sick bay. Gurk is like, I don't need to. I'm fine. But Burke goes to fucking sick bay. <laughs> Burke rolls up in the sick bay and he's like, Give me the fucking booze. He's like, Sorry, wants- Brandy, now. Yeah. And yeah, McCoy's yeah. like, What's up, buddy? I'm your friend. And he grabs the back of his neck and pulls him in like he's going for a kiss. And he says, yeah. Sorry, I'm Brandy, now. I like that, like. Bones has the brandy like it's like an old fucking timey drugstore. <laughs> like why the fuck would the doctor have the booze? It is, like, dude. Why? He runs the fucking apothecary. He's got the booze behind the counter. He's a druggist, I guess, right? Yeah. And so he gives him the Saurian brandy and like Burke starts fucking roaming the halls just getting his fucking grip and sip one with this Saurian brandy. <laughs> grip and sip. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fucking rose, rosemary's iced tea. Do people do that where you're from? Do they just walk around iced tea jugs and? Oh drink yeah, them? yeah, that's like big here. Right? Like it's it's jugs of like dollar store water here. People walk yeah, around water. In, not in Pittsburgh, but in West Virginia, people walk around yeah. with full jugs of water, drinking it. And he's yeah. fucking gripping and sipping hardcore. He's got his purple drink, and he is roaming <laughs> the fuck around. He's got some lean in there. He's doing <laughs> lean. <laughs> McCoy goes to talk to Spock, and uh, Spock goes to see Gurk, thinking he's Burke. Yes. And uh, Gurk is like, what the fuck are you talking about, Spock? Spock's like, oh, you you stole some brandy and you just fucking grip and sipped your way down a hallway. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, McCoy's playing a trick on you. And, and Spock's like, all right, this is getting kind of weird. Spock's like pissed and he's trying not to show it because he's a Vulcan. Yeah. But he's yeah. like, that McCoy got me again. Yeah, he's pissed off at McCoy. And uh, Gurk is like, I'll tell him that you're suitably annoyed by it. And Spock mm. is even more annoyed by that. He's just like, yeah. all right, bye. And leaves. I hate my friends. I hate my human friends. <laughs> Wouldn't you? They're just fucking <laughs> shitting on him. But meanwhile, Burke... Super hornily sneaks oh, into God. Janice Rand's quarters. So Yeoman Janice Rand is back. Yeah, she has the most improbable hairdo of any character. Like anime's got fucking nothing on Janice Rand. You can also get the Janice Rand hairdo in the STO. She has a picnic blanket cross yeah. cross over on her fucking head, made out of her hair. It's. it's- it's elaborate. It's like a lattice. She made a lattice out of her own fucking it's hair. Like a, it's like a 60s beehive, but like with like a force field of hair. Yeah, it's got like a fence. It's got a yeah. fucking like garden fence made out of hair around it. Yeah. Anyway. Is that her? Is that really her hair? I don't know. Maybe. Because it was like super stylish at the time, I bet. I know. 
It's big. It's a lot of hair. It's like a shitload of hair. It's like, it's really doing it for Burke, though. Like, Burke is all about it. Burke's into Janice Rand. Who isn't, though? I mean, I'm not going to justify, like, what Burke's doing or whatever. I'm not saying that. Burke is really crossing a line here. But Janice Rand is beautiful. He goes into her quarters and just waits for her. Yeah, and it's pretty dark. Janice it's getting real fucking dark. Janice Rand is like checking her hair because she probably has to check that shit and redo it like every five minutes, right? There's no chance that just stays like that. You would think. And Burke comes out and he's like, "Yo," and she's like, "What? What are you doing in my room, Captain?" Captain, yeah. And yeah. he's like, "Hey, it's me, Captain Kirk, <laughs> the real yeah. one." <laughs> not an evil one <laughs> and she's like well you're being really weird right now and he's like well what about these feelings we've been hiding you're too much yeah. woman for me to ignore yeah and she's like what the fuck are you talking about and he fucking like well attempts. i think everybody who watched the show knows what he tries he to do the r he does some hard r and it's he, it's attempted r he um he does not say the n word. He does not hard on. No, not hard he, R that way. I'm talking about the other hard. Yeah, R. he he tries to force himself on her, and it, there's no if ands or buts about what he's trying to do. He like throws her to the floor and tries to get on top of her. Yeah, it's like pretty fucking graphic, and I was like yeah. shocked. I like, like I had she's not like screaming seen... and struggling, and she scratches yeah. his face. That's yeah, that's yeah, that's the main point of Which, this, I guess. Yeah, is... it becomes very important, but like. Um, he like she runs for the door and he grabs her and like a crewman is walking past and he sees Burke in there yeah. and he like fucking runs out and like karate chops the fuck out of this crewman and knocks him out. <laughs> I forgot about this. And um he thinks he's scot free and he just fucking grip and sips his way out of there. <laughs> Like I did it. <laughs> no, they'll never know. No one it. will ever know. Women can't tell their own stories. <laughs> but Insect Bay, like, it's like this episode is weirdly ahead of the curb when it comes to like. I don't think anything up to this point had ever shown like a woman almost be raped in the aftermath of like how yeah. she deals with that. Yeah, no, I can't. I mean, I I don't know uh, for they, sure. But it drops I the ball imagine. pretty hard in the last scene, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, right now, she's fucking like crying and she's trying to tell the story, and Girk is there, and he's like, "But I didn't do it. I wasn't there." Yeah. And Spock and McCoy are like, "Oh well, we have like evidence that you were there, and like uh, the crewman that you knocked out is here, and he says you were there." And Gert's he's like, like, "It was you, bitch!" <laughs> he's like, he pops out. And he was like, "It was you. I saw you." Yeah. And then uh, Yeoman Rand is like, "I scratched your face." And he's, then he's, he's like, Gert yeah. is like, "But do you see any scratches on my face?" He's like, "I'm not scratched." And they're like, "Oh wait, what?" And, like, Spock does one of his early TOS, like, giant leaps in logic that everybody oh immediately God. accepts. Yes. He's yes. like, the only thing that this means is that there's an evil duplicate of you running around. <laughs> he fucking nails it. He, he, shoot, he <laughs> shoots, he scores, he guesses correctly. He, fucking, he, like, he's on the fucking Wheel of Fortune, and he just <laughs> says a word randomly, and it pops and up, right. and that's it, baby. He solves the puzzle immediately. Fucking, oh, man. So, Gurk and Burke are now both, they know there's a Gurk, and they know there's a Burke now. Yeah, and they figure that they've got Girk. 
because he doesn't he have the scratches to do the R-ing. He wasn't R-ing anybody. There was no hard R-ing going on. There's no R-ing happening. And um, like Scotty, find he starts doing like tests on that yellow ore that the crewman beamed up with. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that must have caused an overload in the transporter that is creating evil duplicates that try and rape women. So we sure, can't I mean, that, have that. That's just science. Like that's just how it works. So the problem of this episode, besides Burke, is yes. that they can't use the transporters to bring Sulu and the rest of the crew up from the yeah. planet who were doing and the geological like, survey. There's like a pitch black situation where like the planet's getting colder at night. Like at night, yeah. it gets super cold. Like it's eleven below at this point in the episode, yeah. and it's not even dark. Yeah, eleven below is pretty cold. Yeah, no fucking kidding. 11 below zero or freezing? I think it's 11 below zero at this point. Because that's really fucking cold. Like 11 below... um, Freezing is like 21 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, which is... I mean, it might be 11 below freezing. I don't know, but... That's cold, but it's not like... It's cold as fuck either. At least it's not 11 below absolute zero. Am I right? You can't do that, but still. (laughs) Um... So they can't beam Sulu and the party back up, and um, I don't know what excuse they use for why they can't send a shuttlecraft down, but they another, can't do that. Another thought I had was, I was like, why don't they beam them down like blankets? And I was like, oh, right, evil blankets. You don't want an evil blanket trying to rape <laughs> you in the night, dude. You don't want an evil blanket to try to argue you in the nighttime, man. Like, um, that's just terrible. Evil it, like the evil fucking blanket starts choking you to death in your sleep, yeah. and you're like, it just ties itself around. You. <laughs> so they can't evil do that. Blankets. Yeah. Um, Beam them down a fucking like tent or some shit. I guess it doesn't work, right? Like the transporter, like kind of is like broken, broken. Right? Yeah. There's like a there's a weird moment in this episode that happens right now. <laughs> where um, Kirk is talking to Spock and he's like, we have to inform the crew about what happened to me. They deserve to know. And Spock yeah. says, with all due respect, ca- you're the captain and you can't afford to be anything less than perfect in the eyes of the right. crew. They'll right. lose faith in you. And it's to show that this Kirk is like softening. He's lost his edge. Yeah. Uh, however, he then goes to the bridge and tells everybody on the ship what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, I guess, like, that's their way of writing in, like, uh, we need to show he's losing his edge or something. Yeah, but, like, they but, immediately go against it right afterwards. Like, it's yeah, one scene back-to-back where they're like, you can't do that. And even Kirk is like, yeah, I wonder why I forgot about my place on the ship just now. Right. And then it immediately hard cuts to him on the bridge making an announcement saying exactly what he wasn't supposed to say. And Spock and has like, no So reaction. anyway, I'm like a Gurk and there's a Burke. <laughs> and everybody's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh-huh, I understand. Okay, I, I follow understand. you, I follow you. <laughs> what, so what should we do to this Burke? <laughs> Dude, I love, yeah, the, uh, like the announcement is like, everyone get a phaser, put it on setting one. Like, everyone just shoot Burke. Everybody shoot the fuck out of evil me. And they're like, you can tell because he's got scratches on his face. Like, that's the, like, number one factor in telling who Burke is. And Burke, like, touches his cheek. It shows him touching his cheek, and he's, like, fucking, he loses it because he's just pure anger. And he starts, like, slamming monitors around. He throws a TV. It's crazy. I'm got the Kirk. I'm got the Kirk. I'm got the Kirk. And then he finds some makeup 
some I don't know I guess everyone has makeup in the future I don't yeah. know he's in Kirk's quarters or he's, in he's in Kirk he's yeah, in he's Kirk's in... quarters yeah and there's a tiny tiny little mirror I guess in the future they're like well, we don't care about how we look we only need a tiny mirror well you wake up like perfect and shit right and there's makeup <laughs> on on Kirk's table because Kirk gotta look good too yeah why not and he puts some on his scratches so that they're barely visible yeah and that's totally how makeup works by the way if you get three big ass fucking fingernail scratches on your face, you could totally cover them up with makeup. Yeah, cover your bloody fucking wounds <laughs> up with makeup, your infected and you'll be fine. wound from fingernails. Like he walks out, and there's another crewman walking down the corridor, and he has a phaser. And Burke is like, "Hey, give me that phaser. I'm your captain." And he's like, and he's like right. "I don't know." <laughs> okay, here's the phaser. And, and he then, was like, "Are you a are you Burke or Gurk?" And then Burke is like. I'm Girk, <laughs> and he goes. All right, here good you enough go. for me. <laughs> and then Burke knocks him the fuck out with another he great karate chop. He is, dude, he's laying fucking haymakers. Dude, dude, Burke is karate chop king. He yeah. cannot be defeated. <laughs> That's where all of Kirk's uh, karate chop abilities go into the Burke version. <laughs> so like, Girk and Spock are hanging out in the briefing room. And the, Spock is like, Girk, where would you go if you were Burke? <laughs> this Girk and Burke shit is getting funnier. It's getting better. <laughs> and Girk is like, if I was Burke, I would hide in the lower levels of the ship. The engineering deck. So Why, uh, though? Why would he do that? Because if I was a Burke, that's, what that's you where would I would go. You'd go to the lower levels? Girk and Spock... Uh, head on down to the engineering deck. They go to main engineering and they start chasing Burke around with phasers. <laughs> yeah. And they're just kind of playing hide and seek for a little while. Yeah. And finally, like, the two versions of Kirk run into each other and Burke has a phaser. Girk does not. Mm-hmm. And Burke is like, get away from me. I don't want to go back. And yeah. Girk's like, you can't hurt me. I am you. And Burke's like, fuck you! And he t- opens fire, but Spock Vulcan nerve pinches him. Yeah. Way to go, Spock. Uh, the phaser <laughs> did hit the transporter ionizer, though, which fucks it up even worse. Oh, that's right. It shoots, like, past him. He, Burke is shitty at shooting. Yeah. Or he all missed the, on purpose. All the good shooting went to Girk, I guess. But he won't ever do it, because he's a pussy. Oh, man, I can't believe you would say that about good old Girk. Girk knows what he is. <laughs> what a fucked up thing to say. He knows what he is. <laughs> he, knew, he knew what he was getting into when he signed up to be a Girk. Fucking poor Girk. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, down on the planet, uh, Sulu and his pals are like... They're like icicles, up. yeah. They all look like the snow miser. They look li- they're all like yeah, covered in icicles that are dangling from their nose. It's like the end of uh the shining. That's what they look like. Yeah, except there's no snow and it looks really warm out, but they're wearing blankets yeah. and shivering, so it's cold. It's a it's a set, so you can't really tell how cold yeah. it is, but you know. Um they're they can't beam heaters or other types of devices down. Right, because the, they they only sh- they show up, but they don't work. Like all the insides are on the outsides. Like the kid who swung over the swing set, upside down boy. Yeah, 
Oh, fuck, that dude is a hero. <laughs> Shame about what happened to him. But, uh... <laughs> he didn't die from doing that. He tried to get into colleges and cut, and then ended up on meth, so... Yeah, that's what... Yeah, that's what that's it. <laughs> Kirk is talking to Sulu. He's sitting in the briefing room, and he's talking to him, and he's he can't, like, figure out what to do. Yeah. He, he's, like, slow... He's, like, slowly becoming, like, inaudible the way he's talking. He's just like, ah, oh, you know... He kind of is, like, looking away, and he's not there. Like, he's, like, not He's, like... It. He's so bothered by how bad it is for them that he can't make any decisions. Right. It's overwhelming. And Spock runs in and presses another button, and he says, Sulo, you're just gonna have to hold on for a little while longer. I have no emotions. Fuck you. And then he turns yeah. it off. Being dead is like being not alive. Deal with it. <laughs> There's no difference between a body that's alive and a body that's dead. Fuck you. 21 grams, motherfucker. <laughs> but um, it cuts to sickbay, and uh, Burke is just screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, they strap him down, right? They like yeah. put him in a harness or some shit. Some great acting by Shatner in this episode. <laughs> Just screaming yeah, at the top of his lungs. Um, I was thinking, like, this is where, like, in a, in a now TV show, the show would end here, right? Like, oh, we got him, but not Star Trek. There's uh, there's more to he come. He gets away, yeah. It's great. In a show now, it. they would immediately figure out a solution now right. that they have him. Right. And they would pay more attention to the B-plot, I think. But the B-plot is, like, super thin. There's no need for it, really, just to up the stakes of the A-plot. The B-plot is kind of cool, and I, 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 now I think you're right. I think now they would go back down to the planet, and, like, Sulu would have to, like, take charge or something, yeah, right? Yeah, they'd go and back down to, to the see... planet, and, like, a Wampa would show up or something. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Maybe, like, an even bigger version of the unicorn dogs would be down there. <laughs> Which I guess is just a wampa. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool if it was, like, the Flash Gordon movie. Yeah, it was, it, was just a, it was just a close-up of the unicorn dog oh. with little minis behind it. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> that and would it's be just awesome. going, like, bow, 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 bow. But they've, like, deepened like, oh, it, so it's like... Bah, bah, bah. Oh, oh, my. What are we going to do? And Sulu would have to, like, show his leadership capabilities, like, Kirk... I mean, Burke... Or Gurk, sorry. Couldn't... Can't do. So we get to... Like, that's what they would do now. And yeah. that would be good. Which would, would have be been good, good actually. Yeah. But really, it's... The B-plot serves only to add tension to the A-plot in this right. episode. Which is fine. That's fine writing. Yeah. Um, Gurk is, like, trying to talk to Burke. He's like, hey, don't be afraid... We, you need to use your brain and not your savagery. Yeah. And Burke's like, fuck you! Yeah, he's going full fucking goddamn bath salts on everybody. <laughs> he's ready to eat somebody's <laughs> fucking face off. Gurk goes goes over with McCoy, and McCoy tries to give him a brandy, and he just kind of holds it because he's like, only evil people drink. <laughs> and right. McCoy's like, uh, or... McCoy's talking about how, like, he, uh... Or is Spock the one that starts talking about, like, how he theorizes that he needs his good side to I live? Forget if, I forget if it's Spock, or... I think it might be. I don't I don't remember, but I... I don't know. But McCoy point. does say, like, all human beings have a dark side, and yeah. your strength and command lies in your negative self. Right. And... Burke is like, hey, and he starts like waving his dick around, <laughs> which is super evil. They 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 had that on '60s TV. It's wild. It's crazy. They didn't even blur it. 
um, Scotty and Spock like repair all the damage to the transporters, and they're like, "Hey, Girk, come on down to this transporter room." Uh, yeah. It turns out that that Alpha One Seventy Seven Canine split mm-hmm. into good and evil halves too. I like when they show the the evil uh, One Seven Seven dog. It's just like. It just looks like a regular ass fucking dog barking at something. It's just an angry little dog. And, like, I think they're two different dogs. No, it is one dog, because later on when they have them on the transporter pad, there's obviously, like, a felt dummy dog laying next to it. Yeah. Oh, God. This is... It gets so sad, though. Yeah, it does. And they they are going to send it through one way through the transporter and then bring it back to see if both of the canines will reintegrate into one solid so-so canine. That's how physics works. Take two things of equal mass and put them together to make the same mass. Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you if you question it, right? Fuck it. I don't know. Quantum physics, bitch. But they, they, they like hypospray. The dog, and that's yeah. that's when Kirk he sort of whispers out, "Don't hurt it, don't hurt him." Man, and it's so they're sad. both like, "Shut up, bitch!" And then they, yeah, hypo spray the dog. They kind of, I, I, you get the sense. Like I, at first, I was like, "Are they just like putting the dog to sleep? <laughs> like, are they just like euthanizing <laughs> this fucking dog?" No, they. It seems like it, but they're just knocking it out so that it won't bite them yeah. when they put it on the transport. Also, it makes sense because they know that they have a dummy, and they yeah. need the dog the, to be sleeping. <laughs> they need it to be laying down, or else yeah. it won't make any sense. It won't make any sense. But they they beam it through, and when it rematerializes back, the dog has died from the shock of being reintegrated. Sure. So Gurk and Burke are like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, at that, with that sound, why don't we take a quick break? A break, <laughs> and we will be right back after these messages. After the messages, we'll be right back. Meet the babes of Bayside High. Lisa's the name. And gossip's her game. Check out Kelly. All right. Pardon my perkiness. She's not hot. She's nuclear. Make a date with the babes of Bayside High. Catch the next Saved by the Bell. Weekdays at 5.30 on WB32. Welcome back from those messages. I bet that wasn't a Nintendo commercial. And if it Man. was, then I owe you no money. I don't even know what I'm going to do, man. <laughs> That's how this show works, if you were wondering. Nobody knows have, what they're doing. I have, like, a shitload of, like... I have, like, an hour's worth of just, like, commercials from the 80s and 90s. And it, sometimes I just pick the next one. Who like, knows what it'll good. be? Will it be an ad... <laughs> For designing women? Who knows? <laughs> oh my god, I wish. <laughs> Fuck. Now that's a Burke you can get behind. Delta Burke. <laughs> Delta Burke. <laughs> that's all I've been thinking of this whole oh fucking time. We've been talking god. about Burke. <laughs> You're a fucking genius. <laughs> that's incredible. They still have Burke and Sickbay. Not Delta Burke, sadly. Just yeah. bad Kirk. And Sulu contacts Girk from the planet's surface again and just sort of, like, dies to the cold. He just fucking passes out. 
Yeah, you guys sleepy, which is what you want to do when you're freezing. To death. Yeah, that, like, that won't backfire at all. It's totally fine. That's just death. That's just the sweet grip of death embracing Sometimes you. Sometimes that's what you want, Josh. Anyway, I know. Uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> Girk goes back to sickbay and releases Burke, and he's like, "We're both gonna go back through that transporter, and I don't give a fuck what happens. We have to be one and whole again, or we're gonna die." Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking Burke is like, "No, fuck you." And he knocks Girk out and steals Damn. his wraparound tunic, which was the only way to tell them apart So up to this point. Girk was wearing his jammy jams wraparound captain's tunic. Yeah, his green, his green tunic. And uh, Burke was wearing the standard Starfleet uniform. Yeah, the yellow, gold, whatever. Um, Gr- fucking Burke goes up to the bridge. And he's like, hey, everybody, it's me, Girk. Just best doing friend. Jobs. <laughs> and he runs in. He's like smart now. He's gained a little bit of intelligence. Yeah. Like, evil cunning has finally come out at him. Yes. Because he sees Yeoman Rand outside the turbo lift, and he's like, well, I'm sorry I was a rapist. That wasn't me. It, right. That was the animal part with with you in your cabin, and that was trying to get its fucks on, whether you wanted it or not. I'm go- <laughs> I'm Girk, so I would never do that. Yeah, it's your old pal Girk, and he's like, "Yeah, Burk had that scratch on his face, and I don't anymore." Remember? Remember the? Don't worry about these three makeup lines, yeah. though. I just love makeup. Uh, it got rubbed off at that point, and he was like, "Yeah, Burke scratched my face to make us look alike." Even. Oh right, that's right. He did. Yeah, forgot about that shit. Apparently, God. Captain Kirk and Janice Rand have the exact sa- same fingernail size and finger spacing. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, Makes you think. <laughs> old Burke heads up to the bridge, and he's like, "Hey." Get the ship out of orbit. We can't save Sulu and the party, so we're going to have to leave them behind. They can't be saved. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? And the, the pilot, who's like, whoever the fuck, is like, okay. He's like, well, I mean, I guess if the captain said it. He's like weirdly okay with it. But I guess, like, yeah. It's like the order, right? Yeah. So do it. But by this point, like, Gurk and McCoy end up on on the bridge and everybody's like right. what the fuck and the first thing is the 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 guy says is who do i shoot i don't know which who one do i shoot first and spock's yeah. like let's ask him a question only the real girk would know yeah they don't actually do that this time no spock says let let's let girk handle this and right um girk walks up with a phaser to burke and he's like you're gonna have to come with me if you want if you want to be whole again. And he's like, I don't want to go back. I want to live. I want to live. Yeah, like, he's, like, just afraid. And like it's hug. like It's, dude, it's, it's like, really, really insightful. Because, like, that animal part is just, he's just afraid. Like, that's all it is. There's no, there's no real reasoning. It's all self-preservation. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And it is, it's not so much the good and evil sides get split as like the reasoning and the raw animal side get, get split. split. Right? Yeah. And the raw animal is like Josh said. It's like pure id. It wants yeah. to fuck. It wants to drink. It wants to eat. It wants to it's, get away yep. and be safe. Yep. Uh, and it like starts crying. Like Burke starts crying, and he like collapses into Gurk's yeah. arms. It's hard to talk about the emotion when I'm calling him Burke and Gurk, but it's there. He's he's like, I love you, Burke. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then they like weirdly like kiss each other, which yeah. I guess is totally not weird. It's like kissing a mirror. It's, it's fine. Yeah, like whatever. It's like kissing your pillow, which I totally do. Then there was like full penetration, which I thought was much, but I mean. Eh, I was into it. <laughs> I, I was like, finally. Both the Kirks end up back in the transporter room, and they're going to try to use the transporter beam in the same way they used on the unicorn dog, which <laughs> totally worked out. It'll be different this time. <laughs> Spock is the one on the transporter console, um, because yeah, apparently like, Scotty is incompetent. He's, Spock can do all that math, like that fucking Heisenberg uncertainty math. That's true. You don't need the compensator when he's around, baby. Yeah, he's like a like a one-man compensator. And Burke's like, I know that there's a chance that I might not make it through this, and if I don't, you know what to do, Spock. Delete my porn history. <laughs> Especially delete Burke's porn history, please. <laughs> That's the weird shit. And Spock's like, yeah, I understand, Captain. I'll do my best. I'll try to find your various spank banks. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they turn the transporter knobs up, the sliders. <laughs> they turn it to 11. Uh-huh. And the two Kirks transport out and when they beam them back a single Kirk stands on the transporter oh, pad. it's Kirk regular Kirk it's Rurk it's Rurk <laughs> Rurk is back wouldn't it be great if we just called him Rurk for the rest of this fucking show's history <laughs> every forever every time we do a, a TOS it's Rurk but uh, really Kirk, Kirk walks off the pad and he's like, and they're all like holding their breath and he's like I want that landing party saved immediately and they're all yep, like he's yay back. And, and they, they do it. They beam Sulu back and everything, and he, they just wheel them out looking like corpses. They look dead. Like, they look like they're dead. <laughs> they look frozen and dead, and they just wheel them out, and, and McCoy's like, ah, oh, they got frostbite, but they're fine. <laughs> yeah, like, frostbite's totally fine, right? I'm like, like, oh, cool, I might lose my fucking foot, but whatever. It was 147 <laughs> below at one point. Yeah, How do they just really, have frostbite? <laughs> that's really fucking cold. Like, that'll kill you. On the... When... It cuts to the bridge and Kirk's there and Yo Yeoman Rand had if there's a beeping right now that's audible, I'm sorry everyone. What is that? There is something in my building that goes off like this once every couple days, few days, and I don't know how long it lasts. Is and it, it a seems ghost to be alert? it seems to be every time I record for some reason. Only then. Is it a ghost? Is it telling you that there's ghosts? I think that's what it is. Josh, your house is the one with the ghosts, not mine. Shut up. They'll fucking hear you and They're come right out. behind you right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's funny is I have a coat rack behind me and it looks like ghosts. <laughs> I got anyway, you guys are going to have to deal with this horrible beeping like I did. That's whatever. I don't care. Um... They're back on the bridge, and Yeoman Rand is trying to explain to Kirk, like, oh, you know, your imposter told me about his animal. He was the animal side, and you were the reasoning side. And mm -hmm. Kirk just cuts her off, and he's like, thank, thank you, Yeoman, and walks away. Yeah. And this is where the show kind of drops the ball with Rand and her dealing with all this shit, because she hands her, like, pad to Spock to sign, and Spock says... That imposter had some interesting qualities, wouldn't you say? And she, like, gets embarrassed and huffs off. Yeah, like, what's that What about? interesting qualities? That he was a fucking rapist? I, I, what was the implication there? Like, I, I kind of was like, wait, did the, she, like... The 60s implication is that she wants Kirk, that's known, everybody knows. Everybody knows that, yeah. That she wants Kirk to have sex with her, and Spock is saying that it was interesting that he tried to rape her. 
Yeah, I mean, interesting in the sense that, like, genocide is interesting. <laughs> Whoa, we learned a lot about Josh Henderson today. <laughs> I mean, interesting, like, as, like... A, it's as, of like, interest. A, it's, it's, an, it's definitely to pay attention to, right? Like, it's not, like... I wouldn't say interesting. I don't know. It's like yeah. they tried to make Spock, like, be emotionless, but, like... That's not the time. No, that's some like locker person. room talk shit. Like everybody talks yeah. like that in the locker room, even Spock. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's I, out of character for Spock. It's it's like yeah. horrible for the situation that happened. But I mean, the show had to end with a yuck. That's how fu- like they a yuck yuck yuck. Yeah. Like TOS always has to do that. Or it has to end in like a poignant moment. And in yeah. the 1960s, a woman almost being assaulted wasn't worth the poignant moment. No, they should. I mean, they, that Yeoman Rand is going to need to go to like therapy. Yeah. Like, they ever. don't have a ship's therapist on this. They only get yeah. one in Star Trek Continues. You got to talk to Bones, which would suck. Yeah, I couldn't imagine trying to talk to Bones about a problem I have. Have you tried drinking it away? <laughs> That's his like number what one. What are you, some kind of pussy? <laughs> I'm from I'm from Alabama, and we don't fuck with this shit. Did you ever try eating any beans? <laughs> <laughs> you ever sing "Row, row, row your boat" with your friends? <laughs> <laughs> That'll fix it. Go camping. Everybody needs to go camping. Drink some fucking scotch, go camping, use rocket boots, I don't know. I couldn't imagine a worse therapist than fucking Bones. Yeah, like, he's barely a doctor. (laughs) He's like... Like fucking going into Bones' office and laying down on the couch and being like, yeah, I think it started with my mother. And he'd be like, your mother's a saint. Get the I fuck out of my office. I fucked your mother and she was a saint. (laughs) And you're like, God damn, this is horrible. The, I guess this is worse than whatever was bothering me. So yeah, I guess, I guess I'm fucking cured. <laughs> yeah, like, he's barely, like, a veterinarian. <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> like, he's a great, like, surgeon and doctor. Like, I'm not trying to say he's not a good doctor, but, like... like he the has bedside no bedside manner, manner. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking horrible, dude. The best thing about this beeping is that it lasted an hour last time, so I'm excited what? for recording the, is the it rest a, of the... Is it like a... Like, should we be concerned? Is it like a Here's carbon thing, monoxide Josh. detector? I like, don't it? know. It's Where not in it? this apartment. It's not in the hallway outside the apartment. It's in someone else's apartment, and I can hear it like it's in mine, but it's not. So I don't know what it is. And well, it's, it has happened four times now. Dude, what the fuck? I would be, like, so pissed. Yeah, I, w- I am so pissed. That's why I'm pissed. I'm angry. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, who the fuck? So, like, when I was in college uh, oh, in the stopped. dorms. It stopped? It stopped. Cool. <laughs> it only Somebody lasted an hour once. It lasted an hour the second time. The- so someone's alarm, like... I mean, like, this could be, like, a problem. Like, if it's, like, a radon detector, you could be fucking dying right now. Uh, really, I, I just want it to stop. Like, if it kills me, that's fine. But I just don't want to hear it, you know? Well, it'll stop if you're dead, right? Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. This, you could uh, be breathing in deadly carbon monoxide. I wonder if this episode... <laughs> 
I just completely skipped past that one. I wonder if this episode <laughs> purpose. I wonder if this episode is like the first instance of this trope being used in anything. Like the what the evil like, like being split twin? like good side evil side and having in television in American TV prop maybe. I mean I think this is like a very old story, right? Like this is like a super old. It's like, true. Mythological esque story. Like, I'm trying to think of a mythological story or like a folk story or something that's like this. Because I mean, like fucking Beowulf didn't get split into good Beowulf and bad Beowulf. Uh, sort of though. I mean, because bad Beowulf. Uh, what's his name? The the ugly thing. Grendel. Is, Grendel is like Beowulf's brother, right? Like no, it's part. That's just in Beowulf. the movie. No, it's in like the the story too. No, they're not related. They're related. I've I've read Beowulf a million times. They're not you related. read Beowulf a million times. I had it in four different classes, and I just I like the story a lot, so I've read it a bunch of times on my own too. It's really short. It's impossible to understand because it's in that stupid language. It's true. I don't know the language. I've read translations of it. That's the yeah. fu- like I'm. I guess I, I really love like stories of like heroes, like ancient heroes. And yeah, shit. I do too. Yeah, so I, I read them a lot, and I get a lot of enjoyment out of reading the different translations of Beowulf because yeah, cool. they're like wildly different from each other. Yeah. So that might be the like the translation that you read most had them being brothers, but like I thought it was like sort of like implied that like the Grendel is like part of like the lineage of being like a hero right like it's uh, at least that like it's like this is what heroes do right they gotta fight this type of shit and like it's all I don't know anyway but like I feel like that this is like a very old at least I mean this is very Asian I'm sure there's something yeah I'm sure there's something in like like Chinese mythology yeah or like Japanese Japanese, mythology or something about like splitting a being into its good half and its evil half. Well, yeah. I mean, it's in Dragon Ball Z. Piccolo, King Piccolo oh. splits into Kami, or Kami splits into Kami and King. Then Piccolo. they remerge at later. Yeah, they become Super Piccolo. They become Super Piccolo. And Super Piccolo does real great, and then he gets beat by Stupid Cell. He he fights Imperfect Cell, and he completely yeah. trounces the fuck all over him, but then he Imperfect Cell him. becomes Medium Perfect Cell and beats the <laughs> shit out of him. It absorbs one of the androids, right? Yeah. Is it, is it the girl? Is it, it, it absorbs 18? the boy first, because, like... Yeah, 17. They start trying to keep 18 away from it, and that's when Krillin falls in love with her, and she starts yeah, to, like, have feelings for him, too. Because she's so approachable. She's just wonderful. <laughs> Krillin... Has a type, I guess, and it's women who could obliterate him if they wanted to. I uh, I don't. I'm not gonna say I also have that type, but I <laughs> definitely have that type. If you can't throw a punch, both physically or verbally or both, eh, I don't. That's not, I'm not into that. I'm not into it. Um, Krillin like gets a bad. Krillin's like my favorite Dragon Ball character. Really? I love Dragon him. Ball? Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball and Z. Z. Like, oh, and Z. I, oh I love God. him because like he is so unbelievably outmatched every single yeah. time he, there's a fight, but he still, but he still jumps goes. the fuck in yeah. and he tries to help. To fight. Yep, you're right. And he he like is super weak compared to everybody else, but like it turns out that he uh, he's the strongest human on Earth. It's just yeah. everybody else is a weird alien. Everyone else is a fucking alien, right, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he he ends up married to Android 18, and they live a happy life, and he's the strongest man on Earth, so... Yeah, and he... Yeah, and he's friends with a bubblegum man later. (laughs) (laughs) Who can turn any enemy into a cookie. It's awesome. (laughs) Doesn't it turn into, like, a boy? Is he, like, a little kid or something like that? Well, he's, like... He's still, like, a... Like... Fucking Boo is weird because he Boo is so weird. He's yeah, like a so big weird. fat guy, right? And then yeah. like he he transforms into the little into like Super Boo, which is like right. the most powerful Boo. And they like can't beat him, but they figure out some way to make him turn into Kid Boo, who's kid like a little Boo. kid, and they beat up a child and kill him. Which is like <laughs> go. It's like the would you go back in time and kill Hitler? Of yeah, Dragon sure. Ball Z, right? You go back yeah. in time and kill Hitler, Boo. You just turn Hitler boo into a child and just punch him in the face a bunch. And they almost don't beat the kid even. So that's how powerful he was. I love how, like, at that point I'm, like, checked out. Yeah, I'm checked out at that point, too. I'm I'm using, like, the most vague terms. Like, yeah. They go and they, like, that's all, like, the Super Saiyan Man shit with, like, Hercule's daughter and fucking Gohan and shit, right? Yeah. Like, all that the, shit. The is... show was supposed to end. The comic, the manga, was supposed to end like eight times before that. Yeah. Like Goku was supposed to die to the Frieza, to his brother right? first and never come back. He was supposed oh, wow. to die to Raditz and never come back. But uh, Toriyama's editor was like, "Fucking bring your main character back." What are you stupid? Yes, yeah, dumb. And he made him. Bring Goku back, and then Goku was supposed to die in the fight against Frieza, and right. uh, the editor was like, "Why do you keep trying to kill his character off? Bring him Stop back!" Stop it! Yeah. And so he came back, and then he was supposed to die against Cell and never come back. And it like his editor didn't notice that he killed him off. Like he kind of hid it from him for a while. That's the one where you think he's really dead. Yeah, though. and then yeah. like his editor finally found out again and was like, "Fucking bring him back!" God damn. This guy cannot kill Gohan. Goku. Whatever. He wanted Gohan to be the main character of yeah. Dragon Ball Z. And Gohan's not great. Dude, if Goku really died against Raditz and Gohan was the main character of Dragon Ball Z, I would have been so mad. Yeah, it would be dumb. Like, Gohan, when he was a little kid, was insufferable. I didn't want to fucking deal with the little crying he kid was Gohan. Worse, like, he was like Goku from Dragon Ball, but suck he sucks. yeah goku from dragon ball is hilarious because he's right. super dumb he's an idiot he wants he, to like, fight everything yeah and he doesn't know what girls boobs look like and that's funny and he he thinks girls have have penises. like like biological women have penises yeah and when he finds out they don't he's like terrified yeah it freaks him out <laughs> it's funny gohan is not funny he's just sad you feel bad for him because he sucks yeah. he, but why is he fucking sad though like what his parents, one of them is, like, the strongest thing in the entire universe. And his mom is nice to him, even though she's mean. She's mean to everybody else. Yeah. All she, she cares about him. is him. Like, yeah. I don't know. His dad did get murdered right in front of him. That might do something. Eh, if my dad got murdered right in front of me, like, I wouldn't What's a different a relationship, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Your dad is not Goku. Damn right he's not. <laughs> if my dad was Goku, things would be different around here. <laughs> if my dad was Goku, I would have Super Saiyan fucking 2 ability, and I'd be like, whatever. Uh, that Goku, be- like, Gohan becomes cool when he, like, becomes, like, uh, like the little teenage version, when he becomes Super Saiyan 2 and kills When Cell. he's 2, yeah, that he's fine then. That's he's really totally cool. Fun, yeah. And then as a teenager, he's kind of a yutz, but I found him funny, so other people he, don't like him then, but I He's alright. He's alright after Cell and during Cell. The Cell, the, when he's in the hyperbaric time chamber, like, that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. 
Spend the, a year with your dad, though, that would suck. Yeah, it would. Um, and just fighting shit. Like, what are you even fighting in there? Like, you fight each other. But it's like, the gravity's like fucking crazy. And time goes by super fast. Yeah. Um. I don't, this isn't Star Trek talk, but fuck it, I'm gonna keep doing it. Um. <laughs> it's weird how the hyperbolic time chamber made Gohan into a good character and ruined Trunks as a character. Why like, does he go in it? He goes in because he has to train. Like, Vegeta and him go in, and they come out That's and they, right. like, have super roid form, where they're, like, super roided <laughs> up, and they can't move fast anymore, so they get their shit wrecked. That's right. Oh, God. I, I gotta watch this again. Yeah. It's been so long but, like, since I've seen it. T- like future trunk shows up and he's like the coolest fucking character he like chops a dude up to death with his sword and yeah, then he chops the biggest baddest guy in the last yeah. saga and <laughs> he just kills him with his he's sword dead. and then he kills his dad he kills the big bad's dad and That's then right. he's like hey guys I'm gonna be back soon to help you fight these androids and he shows up and he's really fucking cool and he fights him and helps and then he goes in the hyperbolic time chamber and comes out he stinks lo- with long hair and no ability to make any good decision ever again. Well, he hung out with Vegeta for a year. That'll fuck your whole life up. <laughs> this guy's my dad? Fuck. This dude sucks. <laughs> this guy's the worst. Vegeta, Vegeta's like a shithead. He is. That's the thing is like people like Vegeta as a character on a TV but he's show. A, but he's a dickwad. But you would never want to spend a minute with a man like that why in did real life. Bulma, why did Bulma let him fucking come inside of her? <laughs> what is Bulma doing? I don't know. Like... What does it I, say about Bulma? I feel unbelievably bad for Yamcha as a character because yeah, he was like he was in love with Bulma from the moment he saw her, and she completely fucking dumps him for a tiny guy with a tall hair. That's how it goes, man. That's real life. He he becomes a star baseball player though, so I guess that's it right. He out. plays baseball, which is sort of cheating. It is a little cheating, I think. I this mean, was the what, tangent cast for Dragon Ball Z. What can't what can't like Yamcha do that like I mean he can fly so like what? What's he can baseball? fly. He also has superhuman strength. Yeah, every hit and would be superhuman just speed. So home run inside the park, home run. <laughs> Fuck it. Most famous baseball player of all time. People are like fucking Babe Ruth. Who Yamcha? Yeah, that's Yamcha. the guy. <laughs> Other Goku. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing about Toriyama is like uh, I love Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball and he's like an amazing storyteller and he yeah. makes all these great fun creatures and characters um, he does art for video games too like he does all the art for Dragon Warrior and Dragon Quest yeah yeah and for um, Chrono Trigger and games like that yeah Chrono and Trigger yeah all of those characters in those games are just Dragon Ball Z characters with different colored hair they're just different hair yeah there's Vegeta <laughs> yep like they Ma- brought Malin is fucking like Bulma yeah they <laughs> <just a> fucking <laughs> they brought um the Dragon Quest heroes from four games to Smash Brothers yeah I saw that and everyone was tweeting at me cause I like that game two Trunkses a Goku and a Gohan are the characters. Well, now you know what the next thing is going to be. In the- well, they're, they're definitely gonna put- not going to put Dragon Ball Z characters in there. You don't think? They're not a video game. They have video games, though. Yeah, you have to begin in a video game. Oh, is that the rule? I didn't yeah. know there was like some Smash Brothers like consortium of rules. Well, the guy who makes it has that rule. He, he hates that people keep asking him for shit that didn't start in games. 
He also hates that Nintendo works him a million hours a day every day, and he never gets to sleep or go home and see his children. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> should have thought of that before you became a video game maker. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin Cole. Get back to the video game minds, you slave. <laughs> uh... This all started because I was wondering where the storyline of, like, an evil duplicate pops out of you and you gotta fight him came from. Where it comes from. Well, the Legend comes... of Zelda 2, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe there. That's probably the... 1988. That's <laughs> when it first happened. It's... I don't know. I feel like this has to be the first instance of it being on television. For In sure. America, for sure. Like, I would... I would... Maybe there was a Doctor Who episode they... about that or something over That's in... That's British. They England. Yeah. There could have been. I mean, I can't, I mean, I've seen every Twilight Zone, but I can't recall all of them offhand. So and that was on might... the air at like the same time. It's a little bit before. It's a little bit before. That's a couple true. Years. That's yeah. true. That's Three true. or four years. You got me there, buddy. <laughs> I like that when they have to show that Sulu's really cold. They put like talcum powder in his hair and dump it all over his blankets. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, this is like what cold stuff looks like. This is cold. This is cold now. It could have really been cold. asbestos. <laughs> you know what? I'm being oh a fucking dum-dum. I guess it all starts with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, that that's like, a, that's a, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably not the start of it even, though, either. I'm telling you, there's some myth- yeah, there's for mythology. Sure. I don't doubt that at all. Fucking, it's all Babylonian. Go to back to Babylon and ask those people. They started all this crap. Writing their stories down. The human condition is having an enemy within. Oh, so good. Did you just make that up? Nah, McCoy was supposed to say it, but they thought it was too on the nose. Well, it was good. I mean, I would have taken credit for it if I were you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Here's a (laughs) non-fun fact for you. Oh, God. Janice Rand's actress, Grace Lee Whitney, once recounted that while shooting the scene... Where a distraught, tearful Janice Rand accuses Captain Kirk of trying to rape her, William Shatner slapped her across the face to get her to register the proper emotion. Yeah. I mean, that's not... You can't do that. <laughs> you can't be slapping women. You just yeah, can't. Yeah, no, this isn't like uh, this isn't like a Tarantino movie where like you're punching a wall or something, right, to get like the emotion up or some shit. This is a person. Don't do that. It's a woman. Fucking, just don't be slapping anybody. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, you just actually not a lady. You can't be just, slapping a lady. Um, I thought it here, was a good idea. <laughs> here's a, <laughs> it turns out that during several scenes of this episode, characters don't have uh, Starfleet insignias on their uniforms. Yeah, so like I noticed, like the first shot of Scotty, his his uh, Delta is like fucked up. Like it's weird looking. It looks oh, like yeah? it's falling off. Uh, like, apparently, like, Kirk, when he beams up, like, him and his evil counterpart both don't have the insignia on their uniforms. What happened? Did they not iron them on correctly? I guess. They just fell off. They didn't the, transport yeah. through like everything else did. There, The yellow dust did it. It took it, the, the insignia off. Uh, Captain Kirk has an, a duplicate in... This episode, what what are little girls made of? Whom gods destroy? And Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. Yeah, that doesn't really count, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that one's like a stretch, I would say. Because it's uh, fucking what's her name? Imran. Oh, 
Yeah, right. th- this is the first um, episode where there's a Vulcan nerve pinch in Star that's Trek That's the first history. one? This is it, yeah. Oh, man, and that's where it all fucking comes from. Now no one will ever shut up about it. You always got to do that nerve pinch, baby. Yeah, it's like overpowered. It needs to be Vulcan nerf pinched. Oh, my God, you're so smart. Um, thanks, thank you, <laughs> thanks. I, I had heard an interview once with... Um, Leonard Nimoy, where he said that he was supposed to just punch the shit out of <laughs> Evil Kirk. Yeah, and, and he was thought like, Spock wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, he was like, "That's like yeah. too uncivilized for Spock. They would have yeah. some way to subdue someone in a much more civilized manner." Mm-hmm. So he created the Vulcan nerve pinch. There you go. And so eons forth from this day on, even there's going to be Star Trek lore about the Vulcan nerve pinch just because Leonard Nimoy didn't want to punch a guy. He didn't want to punch his friend who he hated in real life. <laughs> I don't know if this is at the point yet where he hated him. Because this is only episode four. He's not making fun of him every day, right? Or Didn't he, like, fucking bully him and shit? Like, like uh, Shatner was a piece of shit. Like, he... Yeah. He was very rude and uncouth to everybody. I don't think he bullied anybody, but he was rude all the time. And he thought, I'm the star, and everybody else are the peons. And I, right. And uh, apparently he got a lump of fucking Just Desserts when all those fan letters and fan clubs for Spock started rolling in. It, it affected him. Yeah, so he, like, learned hubris that day, I guess, and, like, had to... Um, he, I think he started being nicer to Leonard Nimoy at that point. Yeah. Because there was a long time where they, like, hated each other. And then they became best friends after, like, sometime during the movies being made. Right. And They're then, both more grown up. Yeah. And then they hated each other again for a while. And then they became best friends again for, like, the last 20 years or something of Nimoy's life. Well, because Spock had, like, he pulled that power move at the end of 2. Where he was like, I'm not coming back unless you give me all these things. And the oh, yeah. was like, yup, you sure can do that. We're going to give you whatever you want, Mr. Well, Spock. Well, Shatner and, did the same shit. When yeah. that's, how, that's why he got to direct Star Trek V. Which is the best one. Yeah, that's just Shatner's directing ability right there. It's so good. It's, it's the, a problem in writing as well, but... Yeah, the directing's not great but it's not horrible it's just the right the the, the movie is bad. it's very b-movie direction i remember when we were watching the movies back to back i don't know if i say this in the episode or not but i remember specifically thinking this looks worse than the movie that came before it, it looks like, there's a there's a couple parts in like the the mountain scene where it's like very like mac and me where you're like what the fuck am i oh like, yeah you're like this it's, is ridiculous it's like there's it's like B movie direction. Yeah. There's that part where like the cat with three tits or whatever like pops up in front of the yeah. screen and dances and then moves to the side. That's like B movie shit. Yeah, it's not it's not good. But uh that's Shatner for you. <laughs> the cat with three tits. That's her name. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh my god, did you hear the cat with three tits is gonna be at Seattle Comic Con? <laughs> you joke. But someone has really said that before. The I know cat they from have. Star Trek Five is gonna be there, dude. I know they have, dude. I'm Star gonna have. Her, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring a. I made a three-titted cat model. I'm gonna have her sign it. The only thing I remember from Star Trek Five is Spock Vulcan nerve pinching the horse. 
Oh, fuck, I forgot about that <laughs> shit. There's so many stupid things in that movie. Oh, uh, what God. a great film. God, that movie sucks so bad. Is, I, that I feel, is that where Scotty hits his head, or is that six? I think... I think it's six. I think that's not six. I think it's five. It must be five. I think that's the the one where they rescue Spock. Three. It's three. You're right. Yeah. It's three. Because that's it's the like one I where they're like, like the back of my hand, and then he fucking yeah. clonks his noggin. It's the one where weirdly him and Ohora are like fucking each other for some reason, and then they like, just drop that forever. That never goes. <laughs> that just never goes anywhere. Yeah. If we're wrong about what movies these happen in, I'm sure people will tell us. Ah, uh, we'll get yelled at. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we sort of talked a bunch about stuff that isn't this episode. When we talk about TOS episodes, we tend to like go into tangents about other stuff because TOS is like a really it's slow, methodical, yeah. straightforward show. So yeah. not a ton happens in an episode. It's I always learn something about Star Trek though when I watch TOS, and like especially like this episode where it's like. The f- sort of the first instance of like the transporter getting all wonky, which is like later, uh, uh, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a trope of the show, right? Like, yeah. Like they use that a bunch. And it, it, it's like a, a neat insight into like later, how are they going to make this more like complicated or better, right? So it's kind of yeah. like seeing like the you first know, draft. You know what I thought of about this, what I was thinking during this episode quite a lot? Hmm. Is that this is exactly how Tom Riker was made? Right? Yeah, yeah. So which yes. one is Geiker and which one is Biker? <laughs> biker. <laughs> I think Tom is Biker. You think Tom is? Biker? Oh, well, no, he definitely no. is Biker for what happens in the episode after the next time he shows up. No, though, but you're right because 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 Tom is more like inept. He's like a worse Riker. I don't That's know, true. man. He could be. He could be. Geiger. He could be Geiker. <laughs> Geiker and Biker. Oh my god. We're gonna do both episodes with Tom Riker in it. The next two episodes we do are the Tom the Riker. The TNG episodes. one and the Deep Space Nine one. Yeah. Or? And yeah. the Deep Space Nine one really fucking makes you question what Riker would really do in a situation yeah. like that. Yeah, so that I think yeah. I think Tom Riker is a biker. I think he's biker. I th- I would agree with that. I don't think he's... Because he makes some shitty decisions. He really does. I, I don't know how he could possibly think he's doing the right thing. I don't know. With what he does, but we'll get it to all of that. That was one of those, like, quick, get somebody from TNG on this fucking show. Yeah. And it, they did the same thing in Voyager, where they're yeah. just like, oh, Riker's here for five minutes. Dude, Bye. That's actually, like, really funny, though. I do, like, I do find that really funny. That's hilarious. Like, Q beams, like, pulling... Like, ports him over and he's like Q what am I doing here and he's like don't worry I'm sending you back and he like immediately sends him back dude That's all I can genius. think about is like Captain Janeway had to be in bed that night right yeah she's like laying down the sleeve and she closes her eyes and then just shoots straight the fuck up in bed and goes I could have told him we were lost in the Delta Quadrant yep 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 that's how you <laughs> the President Janeway man <laughs> Fucked it. Oh no. Yeah, why well, wasn't she like wait, like like go back and tell them where we are, right? Like Yeah, she doesn't even mention it. She's just no. like help us with this trial. Oh my god, it's so dumb. That show sucks so much. <laughs> it has a few good episodes. Yeah, like there's like maybe very like 10. few. There's yeah. like maybe ten good episodes. Out of seven seasons. Oh god, it's rough. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a rough ride. It's a rough, rough ride. Uh, I feel like we've talked around this episode enough. We've talked about this episode, about everything that could possibly be related to this episode. We talked every. We talked about every uh, Dragon Ball Z saga except Garlic <laughs> Junior. <laughs> uh, you know he comes back. There's like two Garlic Junior sagas. <laughs> what? There's like Why? the there's like the movie, and then there's the saga where he comes back. Yeah, there's the saga. That's and that's he's the like one I got I the evil water. The water, yeah. It's like purple, right? The turns purple everybody. Water. You got the purple drink. Turns purple, everybody got, evil. Get that scissor, but you turns dude, me evil, dude. You, you fucking know, Garlic Junior was gripping in seven. This Garlic Junior was on lean. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everybody for tuning in today. Yeah, oh, I just, oh. I just, we, I like this episode. It's fine. Like, it's, I don't know. I feel like, like, like you said, Jeff. Like, it's just, it's just whatever. It's TOS is always just good. It's you know. Yeah, I mean, it has bad episodes, but I mean, does, there's some really great right, ones. But right. genuine, generally, it's good. It's good. Like this is good. It's corny as fuck and it's yeah. super over dramatic but it is super fun it's great except one part that's not fun at all yeah not not fun um <laughs> i would also like to take this opportunity to tell everybody listening to this that uh, i have a web comic that i don't think i've mentioned on here what i may have mentioned it once or twice i got a web comic that is a marriage of looney tunes and old classic cartoons and noir detective fiction it's beautifully done. Thank you. It's called Inksburg. I-N-K-S-B-U-R-G. And you can find it at Inksburg.com. The first storyline is wrapping up, I believe, with uh, page 23 or 24. People are, like, concerned. They're like, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, people are gonna... like, what are you doing next? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, just Jesus Christ. Give me some breathing room. Nah. Give, they, they, give they, a second. I'm excited that people care about it that much. Yeah. Because like, I was fairly certain nobody was really going to be into it. And the audience for Inksburg is like fairly small so far because I guess it's niche. It's like a niche thing. You have to love old cartoons and detective stories. Yeah, but like that's cool, man. But it's like uh, if you've ever watched the episode uh, or the short uh, of Looney Tunes where Daffy Duck is Duck Twacy. It's like that, but a full story comic. Oh, Duck Twacy, I forgot about that. And it's all in it's all in black and white and it's like noir styled, but yeah. it is a cartoon and it's funny and I love it. And I think you'll love it too. So head on over to Inksburg.com. Check it out. And on Twitter at Inksburg. Do you have anything you want to plug this time? Um No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start streaming again. I know people are uh, upset. Uh, so I'm going to just start doing that again. So look out for that, I guess. Josh is going to stream. Where can they find you on the stream? Uh, continue show on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash continue show, I believe. Yeah, so get your go on over there right now and give give the money, the money subscription, whatever the one it's called. Give that money. Yeah, I don't know what it's called anymore. I think it might be a little different now. Give that money. Get the bits. I gotta redo all the bit noises. I think I oh turned them god. off. Oh my god. Oh my god. The fucking... What did I have there the last time? It was like a... Was the fucking klaxon. People were getting yeah. so pissed off. You had the klaxons. You had the scree for something, too. Yeah, scree was good. Um... If you would like more M-Class goodness, you want some more M-Class in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at M-Class Podcast... 
You can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes for all your podcast needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can send emails in to mclassemail at gmail.com, and they might appear on our sister program that we also do, so it's the same. M-Class email. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of like different people, though, when we do it. It's true. I mean, we're, we're different people than when we started this episode. Think about it. I'm uh, like... We're Bef and Gosh. <laughs> and on email, yeah. we're Bef and Bosh. and Bosh. Yeah. We've started a new thing, I think. <laughs> I don't think this is going to go away. Uh, it worked out really fucking well, honestly. Kirk it could, really helped helped yeah. us like differentiate them throughout the show. Yeah, and we stuck with it really, really well. It's easier than saying "good Kirk." Hey, whatever, we'll just abbreviate it. Kirk and Burke. Kirk and Burke. Uh, they sound like uh, like ogres or orcs. Yeah, like Kirk something and from Burke. like Lord of the Rings or some shit. The Hobbit. Uh, if you love this show, you love me and Josh, and you really want to support us and what we do then you can become a patron and uh, for as little as $1 a month you can get access to uh, a Discord full of great fans of M-Class that are constantly talking in there. It's never it's my quiet. Favorite. It's my favorite one. I'm not even gonna lie. Like Just straight up. There, no one shuts up in that fucking Discord. It's fun. It's, they, always, it's great. No, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Like, no matter what hour of the day, like, sometimes when I'm, like, up sick or something, yeah. I'll go in at, like, 4 a.m. People are in there. People in there talking. It's, it's great. crazy. Um, Love it. You get access to other podcasts we do, like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, which you can get a free sample of in our backlog of episodes. Yep. Uh, the newest one we've done is about Star Trek Picard. So uh, that'll be coming soon if you want to know about uh, all the hot, hot, cynical opinions about Picard and maybe the glimmer of hope that's in our deepest oh, hearts. Oh, God, maybe. <laughs> then uh, you'll get that. You'll get Jeff and Josh talk over movies, of which we've done one so far. We need to do another one at some oh, point. Beastmaster 2. But it's we, <laughs> But we did do Rumble in the Bronx, which is really fucking fun. So. I know. That was so good. Uh, we need to do... Uh, we were talking about a bunch of them, um, like Flight of the Navigator we, we can do. I want yeah. you to... We should, we should really do Turbo Kid. I fucking Dude, love Dude, I fucking love Turbo kid i think that would be amazing to do it's we just so have to pick good. like sometime when we're both free during an afternoon day, yeah and just do it day. um you get access to these podcasts you get access to commentary tracks you get access to audio logs straight from satellite m the in-universe world mm-hmm. of m-class email that somehow exists for some reason mm-hmm. um all and all this stuff becomes available even at the one dollar level eventually but if you want to support us more and you want to get the stuff as it comes out there are higher tiers that you can get on to make sure that you don't miss anything yeah if you're in the 50 dollars tier i come over to your house and i like watch you sleep you just don't know about it but you can feel it i'm there <laughs> and Where all this <laughs> in the closet behind who the knows? bed who knows uh, all of this is available at patreon.com slash podcast. And that is for as little as $1 a month. If everyone who listened to this show, I looked it up, I did some mathematics. Oh my god, it's so hard. I did some mathematics on iTunes, um, mm-hmm. the beta version of like iTunes statistics. I went yeah. to SoundCloud and did it, went to YouTube. The science man over here doing uh, different put it all together. data points. We have around 1,500 listeners. Oh my god, we'd be rich! If every if every one of you patroned for one dollar, we would be rich, rich boys who could afford to eat, yeah, to have 
air conditioning? Yes. To pay full rent and bills? Yes, I could go buy uh, a third cat. (laughs) (laughs) I could feed my cats? It sounds great. I could feed my cats Jeff's cats. (laughs) (laughs) That would solve all of our problems. Two birds, one cat. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Just head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, and one month, one dollar a month is not going to break your bank, goddammit. Yeah, we deserve it. <laughs> we're really good, and we're we're both gurks, we're and both, we deserve yeah, it. we're both gurks. Uh, thanks, everybody, just for listening. We appreciate yeah, everybody out there who gives us the time of day. We love you. And uh, we will be back in one week's time with more M-Class goodness. Thank you everyone and we are out. Go row a boat. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Climb a mountain, pussy. I'm mentally ill.